Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Wife Podcast. I am your host, Coach Misty, faith-based relationship coach, helping women win. I love it, marriage. You want to learn more about me, you can go to kingdomwife.org and download your free guide, 14 Ways to Avoid Dating Fools. You want to get that download as soon as you sign up for the newsletter. And I believe it's going to help you to, to overcome the struggles while dating. Today, our hot topic is... Um, do good men still exist? And I have my co-host here today. I'm excited. Dr. Russell Goodwin is in the house. He's not only a uh, pastor of the Movement Center Church, he's an author of several books. He is also a producer. He is a songwriter. He is a, a, a theologian. He is also a politician. He has many hats, many roles, an awesome father, awesome husband, and plenty of friends, family. And so uh, as we uh, embark upon this topic, Dr. Russell, I know being that you are a man, you have plenty of friends and uh, uh, associates are, that are around you. And, you know, a lot of women look to you for advice, being that you're a pastor in all these different roles. Um, what would you have to say to the Christian women who have given up hope on finding a good man although they're not supposed to look for them they have this mindset that they don't exist anymore so what would you have to say to that i want to tell them that good men do exist you just gotta wait for it wait for it and wait <laughs> Okay, he's in his comedy mode. I I didn't add that one to the list. He's a little special. Y'all pray for me. Yes, I am a comedian. That, but that's another hat. Today I got on my relationship hat. Okay. So, with that being said, um, I think that there are a lot of good men out there. However, I think that a lot of women have become too localized. Ooh, what is that They've become mean? too localized. I was studying. I was doing a. Uh, psychological study some years back um, and I was studying why do men and women actually I was studying a sermon and I was doing a psychological study on a sermon and uh, I was studying the Apostle Paul and how when he would go to different cities he would uh, he would encounter the Bible says that he had a thorn in his flesh a messenger from Satan was sent to buffet him and that particular message was an angel. Um, a lot of people thought, and I'm just throwing this in here. I know this is a side note, whatever. But anyway, a lot of people thought that Paul's thorn was blindness. They thought that it was that he was sick, that he was sick from getting bit by the snake. They thought that uh, they thought so many things about the apostle Paul. They thought he was blind. They even said he, they even had a rumor saying that he was blind. Because when the light hit him on the road to Damascus, that he could not see. But, you know, they failed to look at the verse where uh, God told him to go uh, see. I, I can't remember if it was Ananias, whoever. Uh, and he went to go see him. And when he prayed for Paul, scales fell off of Paul's eyes. And he was able to see again. Because the light, when, when, Paul, when Jesus met Paul on the road to Damascus, the light was so bright that... It would have killed him if if he could have if he hadn't taken it all in. It would have killed him. So God was kind enough and gracious gracious enough um, to put scales over his eyes 
So the light that came from Jesus, here you have this man that's full of sin, killing Christians, and then he comes across the awesome light of Jesus Christ. And God is uh, kind enough and gracious enough to not allow that light to kill him, but to put to, but to put scales over his eyes to protect him so he wouldn't go blind and so he wouldn't die, whatever. And uh, protected him from that and then had one of the... Uh, one of them lay hands on him so the scales could fall off. But anyway, so Paul was not blind or anything like that. But anyway, I was trying to bring this and correlate this to relationships in this particular message. And what I found out was that Paul was not blind. He was not sick. He wasn't any of that stuff. But he came across a spirit, um, a messenger from Satan was the thorn. There was an angel or a, 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 demonic, a demonic spirit that was sent to fight against Paul. So when he would go preach different places... Um, this particular spirit would buffet him. That word buffet meant fight against. And everywhere he would go preach, this spirit would fight against him. And it seemed like every time, every time he would get higher in revelation, um, the spirit would uh, fight against him. Well, anyway, y'all like, well, what the heck is he talking about? Man, he just went deep. I didn't mean to go that deep. But anyway, ha, 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 whatever. So let's bring this back home. I submit to you that a lot of you, you're not dealing with sickness. You're not dealing with none of that stuff. But some of you are dealing with a thorn in your flesh. A messenger from Satan has been sent to buffet you. Now, this particular spirit that Paul was dealing with, he knew it was the same spirit. He prayed about it three times, but God said that his grace is sufficient. And uh, what, what that is, that was the power to use the name of Jesus. Paul had enough power to overcome the spirit. God was expecting Paul to exercise his power and Paul was praying about it. But anyway, some of y'all are dealing with a spirit and it seems like every time you get ready to date somebody, you date this person, you date that person, and you date that person. But what you notice is the same thing keeps happening. It seems like you're dealing with the same spirit because a messenger from Satan has been sent to buffet you and fight against you. So it's like when you think you got a good relationship and then you be like, oh man, he's just like so-and-so. And he, man, he acts just like uh Tyrone and, and Tyrone act just like him and, and you like man every time I try to date somebody it's like I keep coming across the same person and it's not that it's the same person but it's the same spirit that's in operation to fight against you and that's what makes it hard for some of you to find a good person because it seems like everybody you're dating has the same type of spirit and it could be that a messenger from Satan has been sent to buffet against you and to fight against you and when you date this when you after you break up with this person you get with another person then what happens is that demon or that uh, demonic spirit jumps into the next person that you're getting ready to date and you deal with the same thing some some of you deal with uh you deal with abuse in one relationship then you got to the next relationship it was abuse again then some of you even to a third and a fourth and it was abuse it was a spirit that was jump hopping from person to person to meet you at every relationship and uh it's going to be critical that your prayer life, your prayer life is tight, but not only that, but you're going to have to get to a place where you exercise your God given authority and get used to using your power to overcome these spirits because they're truly, they do exist and they do hop from person to person. And that's why some of you have not had successful relationships because a messenger from Satan has been sent to fight against you and to fight against your happiness. And um, it's going to be critical that you recognize this, that it's not that 
this person is acting like that person or that person is acting like that person. No, it's a spirit that's hopping from person to person to meet you in every relationship. So, um, again, getting back to the thought while I was studying this message as well, I found out that a lot of people, um, they tend to become localized, as I said, and they deal with the same thing in the same area. And sometimes, um, in other instances, is where you dealing with a regional uh a regional demon so to speak and um when you dealing with certain things there are certain things that take place in certain zip codes and certain things you're going to deal with in certain zip codes like if you go to Vegas you you're going to know it's a gambling spirit in effect and so forth and so on it's different cities different territories you recognize certain things and uh like the city that I live in um, currently, um, it's a lot of uh, women that are just cool with being baby mamas. They're not really looking to be married um, or anything like that. And, you know, for somebody like me who was dating, um, again, doing this study, I found out that you cannot localize yourself because when you localize yourself, you limit yourself. And you're limiting yourself to the things that could par- that could possibly be taking place in that particular region, and there could be a certain attitude and a certain spirit um, operating in men in a certain region, and then you could just make a generalized opinion based off of a small region of men, and that's why you got to be careful because you cannot generalize. Um, the whole population of men based off of a small um, sample of men. You have to get out there. You got to be active. You got to be busy. Go to a singles conferences. Do what you got to do. Get out there. Get yourself busy and uh, make yourself known because the good guy is not just going to fall out of the sky. And um, at the same time, for men, if you're listening, uh, you, you know, <laughs> you ain't going to find no good woman at the club. You're going to have to do like you said from coming to America. You're going to have to go to church. Or you're going to have to go to the library. You know, all that different stuff. Well, I just want to um, um, kind of go back to the point of you talking about uh, the thorn in the flesh and how um, the familiar spirits are in operation. Um, because as Christians, we don't look at it from that perspective. But I also want to uh, just say another area of opportunity uh, when you are really praying for uh, a good man or husband, um, that you really have to ensure um, that you uh, deal with the woman in the mirror. Uh, a man is uh, your mirror, and if you don't like what you see, you have to change your reflection. Oftentimes, women continuously say that it's the man that is the issue, but you got to take responsibility for your decisions and your choices because if you continue to see repeated cycles and patterns of relationships that are going nowhere, then you at some point have to take responsibility for your decision making. God um, gives us free will. He's not going to force us into um, what we uh, what he desires for our lives. So my uh, 
my stance on that is if you allow God to co-sign your relationships, you'll, you'll save yourself a lot of headaches. Oftentimes you'll go into this relationship with your head in the sky, say, Oh, he's a great guy. He's amazing. He's this, he's that. And you see the outward appearance, but God judges the heart. If you allow God to co-sign on your decision-making, God will judge the heart of man. He'll show you where that man is and you'll be able to see what you thought is good is bad or what you thought was bad could be good. What do you say about that part, uh, Dr. Russell? I think depending on the spirit of God is critical and key. Uh, he said when uh, when Jesus said that he's going to send back the comforter to be a helper to you. And uh, that's why it's critical that you uh, really hone in on the Holy Spirit and really hear his voice because of the simple fact that... Uh, and, and also ask God for wisdom and also ask him for uh, to manifest the gift of discernment um, or discerning of spirits. Because when the spirit manifests that in your life, you'll be able to see God will give you spiritual insight to a thing and you'll be able to see whether it is God, whether whether it is, excuse me, you'll be able to see whether it is God, whether it is an angel, whether it is a demon, a fallen angel. Or Satan himself, God will let you get insight and see on the inside of the spirit of a thing and where it's coming from. You'll be able to see the motive behind what's going on as well. And that's going to be critical for you because, you, like you said, you could be dating somebody great and everything like that. But God may uh, allow you to discern that person's spirit. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about uh, just merely, you know, you just... You know how some people do. They get a little weird. I'm talking about God really showing up through the Holy Spirit and revealing some stuff to you about some folks. And that will change your whole perspective on how you deal with people because it will give you insight on the heart of the matter, so to speak. Yes, that's real good. Another thing um, about... Um Losing hope on a good man. The Bible said now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And you cannot say that you have faith for God to send a good man into your life, but you lose hope. Um, Because hope deferred, it it, it brings sickness, right? It causes destruction. It causes you to um, lose sight of what God is doing. And so you have to have those three remain in your life on a daily, consistent basis. Faith, hope, and love. Faith, now faith. Uh, if you read the word now backwards, it says one. So when you have now faith, you're going to win. Now faith requires you to trust that what God is doing in your life is going to manifest. Uh, and so you can't continue to say, but well, there are no more good men, but yet you're having faith to believe God for a husband. Actually, I think they need to change that. They need to start speaking that into their life. There are good men out there. Change that. Start saying that, affirming that there are good men out there. There is a good man out there for me. And, and you know, for some of you, it's a lot of good men out there for one person. Um, I do believe that God has more than one person that could be compatible for you, but you have to find the person that will be most compatible with you. And you got to pray for that and ask God to send you the person that will be the most compatible for you. Because truly he knows if he knows how many grains of hair you have on your head uh, or on your body, um, truly he knows who would be the most compatible for you, whether they be in whatever race, whatever color, whatever, 
God knows it all. You need to ask him to lead him and trust him that he's going to lead you into the right direction. That's good. Um, And that goes back to faith. We speak those things that be not as though they were. And you have to constantly um, form, you know, the world was framed with with the words of God. Mm -hmm. He framed the world with his words. And you got to frame your world with the word. Uh, And as you do that, you have to have faith to believe that it's going to manifest. It's going to come to pass. But not only that, I'm I'm a true believer of women getting themselves together. Mm-hmm. Not just blaming the men for their wrongdoing or the, you know, the behavior uh, that you put up with. You got to look within yourself to find out why you you countless times have fallen for the same kind of guy who was going in the wrong direction. What are the things that you have done or have not done or put in place to ensure that you uh, move the relationship in a healthy direction? And so if that's you rushing into the relationship or not seeking God for co-signing on the relationship or ignoring the signs that your intuition is telling you that person wasn't good for you, all the things that God has placed on the inside of us to help us because you have the Holy Spirit that is there to teach you, to help you, to comfort you. And you got to rely on the Holy Spirit to help you. Um, to know what to do and how to do it, right? Um, again, hope is necessary and love. The other part of our love is falling for the falsity of love. That cubic zirconia love, the relationships that you said, oh, I just knew we were going to make it. But yet the guy was never rooted in God's word. He didn't go to church. He didn't have a relationship with God. And I want you to really look at love because God is love. And, and so never leave the arms of God to run into the arms of a man who don't want your God. You know, look at look back and examine the relationships you were in. What are the patterns and cycles that are equal to one another, that they are teaching you something? Uh, I know this kind of off kilter, but yeah, um, some of y'all, some of y'all need to take some cooking classes too. <laughs> oh my! Hallelujah! Oh my! Because uh, some of y'all, uh, you know, I ain't being hard on you, but I'm just keeping it real. Some of y'all want a good man, but you can't cook. Oh my! So you know, I mean. You don't want to get this nice guy and then he's having a food affair at work with Sharisha because she can cook <laughs> and you can't because she'll show get to his heart with that good food. So, Dr. Russell, what are the things that a good man looks for in a woman? Uh, that is great, but I want to give the women some things that I think that will help them. Let's forget about the man and deal with them. Number one. Uh, I I thought these were some keys I found, and I thought they would be very helpful for women that are looking for a good man. Number one, when you find if you do find a good man, or when you do, let me say that, you should show your depth, show him your world, what you like, the things you like, show him, you know, some of the details, the things about you, like if you like art things of that nature, or you like orchestra, opera, whatever. I like I, I like opera, and I like orchestra and all of that stuff. Misty don't like that. I, I can listen. Wait, you do? Oh, well, look, I'm going to see how I messed up. Anyway, 
anyway, I'm just messing with her. But anyway, I don't I don't think she like uh I don't know if she like opera though. Do you like opera? I will. We've just never been. Okay. All right. See, he's still learning his wife. Praise God. Yeah, but I I just know when I'm playing my classical music, like she she gets out of my way. I have my classical music blasting like Beethoven, and I've I've never seen her come over and say, "Ooh, that's Beethoven. That's a fifth. <laughs> that's his minor fifth eighth, A flat uh, seven concert." She never did that. But anyway, so she always runs away when I'm playing my classical music. I don't. I've never seen her come try to figure out which. Uh, Beethoven or Bach it was or anything like that however anyway um show your depth show your depth she's looking at me crazy look at y'all but anyway show your depth show your world of depth if you like art take that person in art she know I like music I have to drag her into the music store anyway but I'm showing her my world that's what you got to do um then number two you need to have boundaries you need to be able to say no when you need to say no um, boundaries are something that a lot of people struggle with and a lot of folks is scared to be rejected because of their boundaries. Because you, if you say, I don't like this, then you're thinking that this guy is going to be like, well, I don't want to be with you or something like that. But you need to, you can't be afraid to be yourself. You need to say what you got to say. If they don't like it, great. You just weeded out somebody that, you know, wasn't compatible and that's okay. You don't want to be trying to hide all this different stuff. Like I know some women, hallelujah, hi, hallelujah to God. They like to hide certain things. And then, you know, <laughs> they come out like a jack in a box um, because they've hidden. Like I, I know some women right now that have the nastiest attitude in the world. And I mean, just a nasty attitude. Hallelujah. I, like Matter of fact, I'm just, I'm just throwing out all this at y'all for free. I know a young lady, uh, she's been married before. Um, she's been divorced. And uh, partly I think it's because of her nasty attitude. That's my opinion. Because um, it's very nasty. I mean, nasty, 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 nasty. The nastiest of attitudes I've ever seen in my life. In a woman, this if if it was in the dictionary, she would be next to it. Her attitude is horrible. Um, well, anyway, she got with this so this nice guy, and he was so nice and all that in the beginning and everything like that, and he was. But now, um, after living with her illegally in an illegal covenant, um, this guy's so sad and he just beaten down, and cause he got a whiff of that attitude. <laughs> He was so in love, but now he got a whiff of that attitude, and he is just so unhappy. And this woman is one of the prettiest women in the world, but her attitude has dragged even a happy man down. So you got to be careful uh, with your attitude. Make sure, If you do say no or you dislike something, at least do it tastefully and tactfully. Um, it's very important to set your boundaries but set them in a tasteful and tactful manner. You know, don't try to hurt his feelings, you know, like that, because you could be potentially um, ruining a rela- uh, ruining something that could be uh, ruining a relationship with somebody that could possibly be great in your life. Um, so number three, uh, receive him. A lot of uh, women have a problem receiving a good man. Uh-huh, you heard that, prophetess mystery? Pro- prophetess mystery? 
What do you mean by receiving a good man? Well, you receive a man, according to the study that I, this other study I'm telling you about, they say you receive a man by listening to him, being engaged in conversation, laughing. Um, He feels like he's impacting you when you do those things. And it also promotes the desire for the two of you to be close, which is very, uh, which is very key. Excuse me, y'all. Then it went on to say playing hard to get on the other hand promotes the opposite and encourages you to be cold in order to hook a man in fear. This is just flat out manipulation. Because of that, it will never bring you the type of man or relationship that you want. Now, some of y'all are some manipulators. Now, y'all got to watch out for that manipulation spirit, you know, trying to play hard to get. Because I'm going to tell y'all, you're going to miss out on a good man playing hard to get. Let's stay there for a moment because this is something um, um, I've been teaching on in the Kingdom Wife Boot Camp where I prepare singles to become winning wives. And I, I, I teach on how when we were little, we were taught to operate in manipulation, um, go to manipulate our dad to get what we want, to manipulate uh, a man to get what we want. We were taught that that was cute uh-huh. and growing into womanhood. Um, that spirit gets stronger and stronger. And so now you're taking things into your own hands yeah. and, and, and excluding God saying, well, I want this man. I want this relationship. He's six foot one. He is fine. He's this, he's that he's everything I want. And so because you want something so bad, though God has not stamped it, has not co-signed it, though he doesn't want your God, he don't want your children, he don't want anything to do with all of what you have to offer, but he does want what's between your legs. And because you want the outward appearance of a man, you'll manipulate in, in order to get selfish gain. And in the meantime, after you get what you want, after he gets what he wants from you, and that relationship does not work. And the man can easily say, I don't want a relationship. I don't want, uh, uh, I just want to be a friend. I don't want you. Um, right now, I'm not ready. I'm just hanging out. I'm just kicking it. I'm doing what I do. Mm-hmm. And women fall into the trap because I know what I have to offer. He's going to fall for me. He's going to want me. He's going to marry My me. Lord. And and so women end up uh, shacking with men, staying in relationship for days, weeks, months, and sometimes years. And it never ends well. And they wonder why things didn't happen the way they thought it was or the way they prayed is because they operated from the spirit of manipulation and that root um, will spill over into uh, your career. It'll spill over into every area of your life. And you got to decide that you're going to learn to, to walk out your deliverance from that spirit of manipulation because God is not going to co-sign on your confusion and your drama. What do you say about that, Dr. Russell? I think you said a mouthful. You could have kept going. You was on a roll. Well, I mean, oftentimes women don't know that they are operating from the place 
of manipulation, especially if you are a missed two independent woman, you were raised by a single mother, you were strong will, head force, you are career driven, especially those who are career driven really have this issue um, with falling into that matter uh, of manipulation. And so you end up in relationships longer than you want to, or those relationships end up burning you or uh, uh, addictions, all kinds of things take place and you don't know why you got stuck <coughs> in that place, right? So you really have to really be mindful of that, as Dr. Russell said, and and you have to look inwardly. I always say you got to go through your wife evolution. That means coming to a place of spiritual maturity that you no longer want to stay stuck on the level of dating and courtship that you're in, but lying to the word that you can mature into your wife evolution as a kingdom wife and see and experience what God said in his word concerning you. My goodness, that was good. That was good. Well, I I think if you think about it like this, I mean, manipulation, that... When you think about it, if you went into the store, if you went into Macy's, Nordstrom's, um, Neiman Marcus or anything like that, and you saw some really nice bed sheets. And what would be really weird is if Neiman Marcus or any of those guys say, hey, you come have sex in these sheets um, to see if you want to buy them. (laughs) Oh, my. They ain't going to do that. Either you like the sheets or you don't. Either they're pretty enough for you to buy. You like everything about them. But they don't They don't have to manipulate you. I mean, if you re- if I really like the sheets or the bed spreads, I'm going to buy it whether it's on sale or not. Hmm. But the problem is some of you didn't put yourselves on sale. Ooh. You didn't reduce your price oh. to make the sale. Y'all ain't hearing me oh, up in here. Oh, now that's good. I feel my Baptist preacher pushing me. Oh, my. And some of you, you, I mean, you got to look at it like this. You shouldn't have, they're not going to let you have sex to figure out if you want to come in there laying in bed in Neiman Marcus and all them stores with a mattresses at and have sex on their spreads and sheets to figure out if you want the sheets. Either you buy them or you're not. That's mm. just, that's it. I mean, you know, if you really like them, it don't matter whether they on, you know, whatever. But anyway, I'm just saying that to say this. If somebody really like you for you, um, you shouldn't have to sell yourself to them from the standpoint that you have to reduce your price and put yourself on sale by giving them sex when you don't really want to give that to them before marriage. You shouldn't have to lower your standards at all. It's the same thing. If it's quality in the store, they not. if it's really quality, trust me, they're not putting it on sale. <laughs> they're not going to lower the price on it. So if if you are quality and you know you five star quality, don't stop putting yourself on sale. Stop reducing yourself and reducing your standards. You know, you you quality, you five star quality, so they're going to have to pay the price to get it. Now, that's a good point right there. I uh, um I would also co-sign and say, you know, stop selling your crown uh, stop That's selling good. and giving away your crown. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, a queen doesn't take uh, her crown off and place it into someone's hands who will not value it. And, you know, queens, when they understand their worth, they stay inside the courtyard. You need to stay inside of the palace. You don't go out there to where people 
um, will not honor, respect, and appreciate and value you. You know, you need to stay inside the courtyard, meaning representing the kingdom of God. And if, if that man is not in the place, in the courtyard, in the, in the place where God has him, then why would you sell yourself short for that? You know, you know, the price of your crown will cost you everything because Jesus paid the price when he died on the cross. When it, when you came into the kingdom of God, your salvation is not free. And Jesus paid the price for it, so you have to uh, you have to uh, get to a place that you elevate your standards. Um, your standards shouldn't be lower than your heels. Come on here, your standards should be as high as your heels and your stilettos. And if you don't wear them, you need to learn how to walk in them, because queens do not lower themselves for the sake of someone else. Uh, I was sharing with someone earlier, uh, one of the mentees, I was saying to her um, that um, in this season, you have to learn as a woman that what God um, did for you um, and where he brought you from to where you are right now, uh, that alone, your journey alone should be enough for you to never compromise your core values and belief for the sake of receiving a good man. Um, because if he's good, the, the Bible says the steps of a good man is ordered by the Lord. And if he's ordering him steps, his steps, he's going to respect and honor your holiness. He's going to respect and honor your, you being sanctified and appreciate and value, hallelujah, your standards. And, and, and so I was saying to her that when you go into a store, it's, it's like Dr. Russell uh, said, one thing you need to understand about when you go in the store if you go in the store today and you see some $200 shoes and you cannot afford them, you'll leave those shoes there. But another woman will come right behind you, see those shoes, won't blink an eye and buy them like it's nothing. And that's the same with men. It, it, the man that comes into your life says he, he's not willing to pay the price for you. Then he's uh, at, at a lower standard than you and let him be let, OK with that. Let him go to pay less. Let, let him go to pay less. And, and, and you stay on the shoe rack in Nima Marcus. Uh -huh. So the man who's looking for the value of your price will come in and, and won't blink an eye paying it for you. My God today. That was pretty good. That's yeah. all right. Oh, that, that was good. That was good. You did good. I like that. I like that. All right. You get a brownie point for that. No, you get a brownie point. That was good. Okay. Number four, be authentic. Mm. Need to be authentic. Um, men find it very refreshing when a woman can be who she is without trying to please or impress him too much. And we all know when someone is being authentic or not, we can feel the vibe in the air. In authenticity, in authenticity, excuse me, uh, tends to feel anxious and awkward. Authenticity, authenticity, oh God, y'all messing me up, Jesus. Y'all got me using my big words today, excuse me. Um, authenticity, thank you, um, feels real and real feels good. Say that with me. Real, real feels, feels good. good. I like that. Real. Don't let good. it feel too good now for y'all that's single because you ain't got license to feel too good. You know what I'm mm. saying? Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, of course, it's not easy to be authentic 100% of the time, especially in the presence of someone you like, but you have to practice it. Um, and you have to practice. Now, watch this. 
You got to practice living your truth. Mm. So I'm going to move right on to the last one. Number five. This is the critical one. For those of y'all that are looking for a good man, here go the fifth key in this uh, this article, whatever that I found for you guys. Work on self-love every day. Mm, that's good. Self-love is the foundation. If you don't have it, you aren't going to find it with anyone else. Mm. It's crucial for you to practice feeling complete and content on your own. The myth that a man will complete you will leave you feeling incomplete. Therefore, leaving you desperately chasing after a man is not good. Do things every day that promote self-love. Um, here are a few practices. They give you a few practices. Meditation. Um, the Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, meditate on the word day and night mm-hmm. and you will have good success and you'll make your way prosperous. Mm-hmm. I'm just paraphrasing it. Um, exercise. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all need to go to plant fi- Planet Fitness. Hallelujah. And start working on them abs. You know, and uh, yeah, them abs and what, what's the one right here? Your triceps and your biceps. You know, the little flabby parts on the arms. You need to start working on that. The deltoids, too. Get that all in shape. Amen. You know, because you ain't really working out now. But when you get married, you're going to have to work out. You know, so you might as well get in shape now. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, hallelujah. Especially if you got a man with high t- testosterone. See, see, I'm going to take a pause, pause right there. Some of y'all want a man. And yeah, I... Uh, some of y'all not ready for it, man. Mm. Your energy not high enough. Ooh. Let me finish that. Let me. Finish. She about to take it back, but I'm just saying, <laughs> your energy ain't high enough because some of y'all, you know, and I, I don't know, don't I don't know who's listening to this, so I ain't specifically talking about nobody. I'm just saying my general opinion, my general observation. That's what it is. I'm gonna say it like my spiritual father. That's what it is. It's just an observation. Nothing against nobody. Just an observation. But uh, some of y'all energy level is not high enough. And that's why a lot of women get cheated on. Because their energy levels ain't high enough. They, uh, their energy level is very low. Mm. And you got this guy with high energy levels. I mean, I, y'all got to excuse my friends. But he gonna mess around and be screwing everything and everybody. And you sitting there and ain't got no energy. Mm. So let, let's just address that. Because um, oftentimes women have these standards, but they're not becoming the standard they have. And you can't expect a man, for example. Go oh, let, ahead. let me interject, too, because I, I want to say this because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But um, some of you, your energy level was too low because of medical issues. Mm-hmm. But if you know you're trying to get married and everything like that, you're working on getting married, you need to at least you know, work on that with your doctor or your physician or whatever to try to get that under control, to get your hormones or whatever it is, your hormonal balance um, in check or under control. That way, you know, you you won't be blindsided, you know, because you, you got your energy level up, your energy game at a high, you know, you, y'all doing stuff together. And uh, but don't don't try. But this is another thing, too. Going back to what we talked about earlier, don't try to pretend like you this high energy person and you know you're not. And then he get married and, you know, he ready, you know, to to slay you and and you you still sleep. 
No energy. I'm I'm telling y'all I'm telling y'all what God love. I'm I'm telling you what God love. You you know, you get these high energy guys and they just really into what they doing. You can't keep up with them. That's going that 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 will um that will ruin your relationship. Because you have this guy, he doing all the work, he doing this, he doing that, and you ain't really doing nothing. You don't go walking with him. You don't go work out with him. You don't do none of that stuff. And then, then you wonder why he got with Amy, but Amy got the energy. Amy go work out with him. Amy will walk on the beach with him. Amy has mas- matched his testosterone level, and probably and some probably. But then y'all get upset with Amy when it just really was back on you when you could have been truthful from the jump and told him, hey, I'm not this high level energy person. I'm lazy. I'm whatever. And if he don't like that, that's your truth. Get you a lazy man. You know, (laughs) listen, I'm serious because I'm going to tell y'all this story. I, yeah, I didn't counsel so many people. I didn't talk to so many people. And my God, I, I can keep up with stories in my head and I don't forget. But I know this one lady, she was so eager to get married. I mean, just so eager. Oh, God. She just wanted to get married so bad, so bad. I introduced her to one of my friends. And this guy, he's a singer. So he sing at different churches. He's a star, outgoing. You know, wear the best of suits, the best best of clothes, best of shoes. If he dressed down, they don't. you can't tell he's dressing down because he's going to have the best shoes, best clothes, whatever. And uh, I hooked him up with her. Everything was good. It was a really good relationship. And uh, But she just kind of, she wasn't on his level. Um, she wasn't uh, spiritually uh, free, so to speak. She was at a church where the people was controlling their mind. And he was trying to say, hey, you know, he was trying to show her her freedom in Christ. But she really wasn't receiving that. But at the same time, she was head over heels in love with this guy. But when he recognized that she wasn't on his level, he got his hat in his coat and he left it alone. Um, but she's a really sweet girl, beautiful lady. Um, but she just went on his level. And she wasn't as uh, cultured as he was as far as, you know, he he really just wanted something out of life. You know, he was a boss. She's more so looking to be a worker, so to speak. But anyway, so she fast forward, she got over that. He left her. She, they broke up. She finally just wanted a man so bad. She's just willing to take anything. She got this guy and they got together. Now she was kind of a heavier lady and, uh, she started working out and going to the gym and all of this stuff. But the guy that she married wasn't going to the gym. He just wanted to kind of lay around the house and not work out, just whatever. And she was slimming down, you know, coming down, body getting in better shape. And her husband was getting fatter and fatter. And finally, <laughs> finally, she had to divorce him because I think he gained like two, 300 pounds or some craziness. I, I don't know. I just know he got fatter and she got smaller. And uh, she's like, he he just don't want nothing. He don't want nothing. Like he don't want to work out. He don't want to do nothing. And and that's the danger of not doing everything up front and being honest up front and getting everything like that. You gotta be, you gotta be authentic. It's very important, and you gotta show yourself self love. So exercise, eat healthy, eat healthy, um, journal, 
Um, be with people you love. Wait, being with people you love. Um, show gratitude. And you need to have a desire to make a positive impact on the world. You need to feel love with or without a man. This will inspire a really good man to love you too. Y'all ain't hear me up in here. I said feel love with or without a man. This will inspire a really good man to love you too. And when you're out there interacting with men, remember this. The icing on the cake is the man. But girl, you are the cake. That's what they said. I ain't saying. Anyway, they said you're the cake. But I want to go back to something that they said. They said eat healthy. Um... Some of y'all need to change your eating habits. Like uh, for myself now, I'm not single. Um, but however, I do notice things and I do make observations. I think if I was single, I probably would be in trouble. Because of the simple fact that I look at everything and I watch things. And... Me and Misty have started to eat healthier. Like, we eat very healthy. We, It really wasn't a, a start. We just, I haven't really been a bad eater anyway. I changed my diet. I don't drink sodas. Um, if I do drink sodas, it's not the typical soda that you would uh, see in a regular store. It'll be one from maybe Whole Foods or something like that with no high fructose corn syrup. Um, nothing like that. It may have cane sugar, but it's not your typical soda, Coke, none of that stuff, because all that stuff has high fructose corn syrup, and it hardens your arteries, and so much, so forth, and so on. But I, I look like, and I say to myself sometimes, man, if I had the date right now, I'd probably be in trouble, because I eat healthy. So, you know, me watching somebody put flaming hot sin in their body and destroy their body, they eating everything, the hot dog, the from the Rudy to the Tootie, they eating Philly cheese steaks. <laughs> I'm like, man, you really doing some damage to your colon, you know? <laughs> I was like, you think about that stuff. They eating all this greasy food, chicken. I mean, all this unhealthy stuff, that Kentucky fried chicken, eating the whole chicken. I mean, just all this stuff, all this unhealthy stuff. And you, I'm, and me as a man, I'm like, man, I'm trying to eat healthy. Like, I, there's no way. I, and some of y'all at Taco Bell every day, eating all them different burritos and all of that different stuff. And, I'm I'm just telling y'all what God love because there is a new trend and there are a lot of guys that are eating healthy now. They're watching themselves. And, you know, you come in to the, I mean, you can change your, it's a way to do it. You know, you need, again, I said earlier, you need to learn how to cook for yourself because that's ultimately the healthiest way. But some of you need to try to stay away from fast food. Um, McDonald's, um, you don't know about McDonald's, watch Supersize Me. But I'm saying, ain't no. I know a lot of guys that wouldn't really wouldn't like to date women that eat at McDonald's. That's too low level for them. Or Burger King, or I mean, sometimes you you may have to eat at McDonald's because you're on a roll or things of that nature. But I'm saying, like every day, there are, you need to change your eating habits and practice eating healthy because a lot of guys are moving to eating healthy because they want to live longer. And if you want to have a long um, relationship full of longevity and things of that nature, you're going to have to change your eating diet. Because I, me personally, this is me. If I if I was dating somebody and they eating Flaming Hots every day and Red Flaming Hots and cheese and all that stuff, I'm, I wouldn't want to date them. I'd be like, man, you ain't eating healthy, dude. You, you're not going to be around very long. <laughs> With all that Red 40 going into your body, Red 40 and Yellow 5, going to, I'm just saying that's just me. Um, I wanted to stop and say 
Um, maybe three more things that you I want to add to what you were speaking of, um, especially with the cooking part, the cleaning. Um, if you're not to oh, that level God. where it means anything to you now, um, you're not able to keep up with your life now. Why would God give you a husband if you're complaining about your plate is full now? Because uh, the Bible says it's not good that man live alone. Yeah. He will make him a help meet, suitable, adaptable, and complimentary. So that means you're going to be helping and serving your husband. If you're not serving your children now, why would God promote you to a wife? And said promotion does not come from the east or west, but promotion comes from God. So you got to look at the little foxes that uh, spoil your vine. The other area I wanted to address is you were speaking about uh, eating habits um, and those who are struggling with weight. Um, You got to get you got to get critical um, to a place that you fight for your wholeness in your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I, uh, some of you may be struggling because um, you have health conditions, but still you can make some adjustments in your eating habits and eat healthier uh, and really treat your body as the temple. And so that's your reasonable service. And so God is looking at all these things and we're not certainly promoting perfection. We're saying be perfected in Christ. Stop expecting something to manifest in your life that you're not willing to give. Um, again, when I, my whole mission of Kingdom White Boot Camp has been to train and develop and equip women to win at love and marriage. And you cannot continue in these cycles and patterns of dysfunction and expect to win. You got to learn how to win the right way. Um, the other thing about uh, Christian women is um, being isolated. Dr. Russell, they don't. They go to church. They go home. They go to the school. Uh, what well, do you see, say that, about well, see, that? That go, back, that go back to the example that I was giving you of the young lady. She was isolated. Mm-hmm. She went to church every Tuesday, Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. She went to church all the time. And but what she didn't realize was the ministry that she was under had um, had basically been controlling her mind. And a lot of uh, women in the body of Christ have allowed ministries to think for them instead of thinking for themselves. Like my ministry is the ministry or our ministry is a ministry of uh, empowerment. We want to empower you to think for yourself. We're not trying to think for you. But there are a lot of pastors out there. A lot of pastors now. I'm about to go deep. Um, they, they want to. A lot of pastors try to control the women and try to control their singleness. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, they try to control their singleness because they thinking that they don't want. They really don't want them to get married because they worried about the tide money that's gonna go out. Oh wow! And then some of them now they get real sadistic and they try to control their singleness. Because secretly, they really want them and like them they sell, but they marry, but they still want to use the pastor to kind of control them. Because in their mind, they kind of want them. And if they get the opportunity, they will get them. I know some pastors like that. Wow. And uh, they try to control their singleness. And it's like every time a woman meet a man, the pastor is happy. He ain't the one. And they're just saying little crazy stuff. But that's because that pastor secretly liked them. 
And you have to be careful. That's why you got to hear from God. Because I know a pastor that operates like that. When there, it was a young lady, um, she wanted to date somebody. And then he gave her this off-the-wall scripture and turned her against a guy. And the guy was a really good guy. <laughs> and he just gave an off-the-wall scripture because it hit, he has a lust spirit. And he liked different women in the crowd. And then he tried to control their singleness using the word mm -hmm. and using manipulation. And they don't know that it's a spirit on him. But I'm just saying, you got to be careful. I'm not saying necessarily saying that this is some of y'all pastor, but you got you got to be careful because a lot of a lot of uh, pastors have tried to keep women single in the body of Christ through manipulation, um, either liking them themselves or because they're afraid that the time, money, and the offering is about to go out the door. Um, if they get with somebody that goes to another church, they're afraid to lose the member. And I can understand there are some reasons that they may not, other than that, that they may not want to lose the member as far as um, the service, maybe even the singing, different things of that nature, and maybe even uh, maybe even from the standpoint that they are concerned about that person's soul, you know, so that's one thing, you know, I'm not saying every pastor is bad, but some are really concerned about the person's soul, that they may go to a church that does not teach the unadulterated un gospel, and that can hinder a relationship too, so you got to be as wise as a serpent, and as harmless as a dove, you got to really know the motives of your pastor, if he's arguing against you know, your singleness or whatever, trying to keep you in a single state and he's not real eager for you to get married and not happy about you getting married or finding a relationship, you know, it's, it's very critical to know what his motive is behind it, you know. That's good. Um, um, I would definitely say that you have to, you have to fight for balance in your life. You Amen. have to, Amen. Uh, a good man is looking for a woman who has some things going on in their life that has more uh, added than just Hallelujah. work home, church home, children home. You got to have a balance. You got to have some activities. Men, if you ask them what they want, they're saying they want a companion. They don't, you know, yeah, they want a praying wife. Yes, they want someone who, uh, uh, who's in the word of God. But they want a companion. They want someone they can have fun with. They want someone they can be youthful with. And so I, I really pray that something touched you today, that something challenged you today and motivated you to, to really look within yourself. Again, if you uh, manage your mirror, if you don't like what you see, you need to change your reflection. Your evolution, your wife evolution is needed and necessary to elevate to the level of life that you desire. Um, set a standard and be that standard. You know, don't have these standards financially for a man or uh, physically for a man and emotionally and spiritually. And you don't sit and you don't live by the standard you are expecting a man to come into your life with. Uh, also, you know, the, the Bible says he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. You don't have to go finding a man, but you do have to choose him. God won't choose for you. He gave you free will and you have to discern again who is in your life. Are they in your life for a day, a season, a reason or a lifetime? I pray uh, that this podcast has blessed you today. I pray that it answered the questions, uh, you know, giving you the answer to the question, the solution to the problems. Um, if you have any uh, relationship questions, you can email us. Uh, Misty at coachmisty.org. 
You also can um, go to kingdomwife.org and leave a request. If you'd like to book us, you can go to kingdomwife.org as well. And um, we uh, are um, excited about going on tour real soon. Um, We'll be going on, on tour this summer. And more information is coming. I'll also be in Atlanta, Georgia, July 20th, 21st, uh, 2018 for the Anointed Wives Royal Ceremony. Uh, Women from near and far are coming all over um, for this. It's a Kingdom Wife Boot Camp Live. We're going to have an awesome time. All the materials are included. The food for Friday and Saturday is included in the price. Your crown will be anointed. Um, and it's going to be an awesome time. Friday, we will have a Kingdom Wife Boot Camp Live where we're talking about real relationship goals with my new book. You'll get the new book included in the price of the ticket. And uh, Friday night, we're going to have a bachelorette party. Uh, we're going on a party bus for four hours to a secret location. Food will be provided. Um, we're going to have our t-shirts, and we're just going to have an awesome time. Normally, you have a conference. You don't get to go out and see the city, but this is going to be totally different out of the box. It's not a conference. It's, it's, it's an encounter. It's a, a two-day impartation with me coach misty um saturday is the uh anointed wives royal ceremony where all the women are going to dress up in beautiful gold dresses uh and you're going to be crowned as an anointed wife um and the whole purpose of this god gave me this vision when i was fasting is to really rededicate you back to God to let you know that you're going to wait for what God has for you. This is for singles and for wives. You're anointed to win at love and marriage, and that's the purpose of your crown, the price. You're going to have something tangible um, that will be able to be there to give you hope, to give you strength, a renewed mind, uh, restored uh, hope for what God is about to do in your life. So you don't want to miss this two-day impartation. You can go to kingdomwife.org, click on events. I only have a few spots left. It's only room for 100 women. Um, And I'm just excited. You can go there, get your tickets, go again to kingdomwife.org, click on events, and join us. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Again, singles or married, you want to be there. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're going to be able to see and experience great things. We're also going to have a private um, encounter. I call it uh, a war cry for love. We're going to have a midnight encounter uh, for those who get their tickets early. Um, and it's going to be a private meeting with me. And um, only a few spots left for that as well. All you got to do is get your tickets early before, uh, I believe, the May the 20th is the deadline. So if you have any questions, email me, Misty at CoachMisty.org. We're excited about the new tour coming. You guys uh, keep us on down. Share this podcast with your family and friends. And also uh, join me Wednesday at 8 p.m. Yes, like and leave a review. Like, tag, share. Like tag, and like share. tag, share. Yes, and leave a review. Leave a leave a review. If you leave a review, I'll I'll give you a special gift. Um, and so we thank uh, God for all of you. You have any closing remarks? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be having chicken. No, no I'm just like. <laughs> uh, make sure y'all. Uh, those of you that don't know me, my name is Russell Goodwin. R U S S E L L. G-O-O-D-W-I-N. And you can stream my music. You can stream it 
on iTunes. You can stream it on Spotify. You can stream it on Amazon. Um, you can stream it on YouTube as well. Um, and I want you to go do that. Support me. Support my music. Um, also, you can go to russellgoodwin.net. And you can support my books there. I have a book um, for those of you that are dealing with haters. Um, it's called um, How to Deal with uh, Your Haters, Exposing the Spirit of Saul. Um, I also have a book on confessions, uh, Stop Complaining, Start Confessing. Some of you have been complaining about your situation, uh, but it's time for you to start confessing. And uh, so I want you you guys to get on there and support me. Really, um, it, it don't cost anything for you to stream my music. It don't cost you anything um, other than your iTunes membership or whatever you pay. Um, but do get on there, stream the music, share it with your friends. Um, I do have a CD that's coming out very soon. Um, I have a single that's coming out. It's called God Made You Beautiful. Then I have another CD that's coming out um, called Christian Love Songs, which that song will be on. Um, but go listen. I Just Can't Live Without You um, as one single, and The Lord is Great is another one. But make sure you get on there, stream them, listen to them. And like I said, they don't cost you a penny to stream it on YouTube. don't cost you anything. Just support your boy. Listen to the music. Let us know how you like it. I love you. I really appreciate you. Get those books and read them. Um, We're not just writing just to be right, writing. We're writing because we want to share information with the body of Christ as well as the world. And we can't reach all of you um, through preaching every Sunday. We can reach some of you through the podcast and some of you through books. So you'll be able to experience uh, firsthand in your face off of the pages. And uh, I pray that they come to uh, jump from the pages into your life and you're able to experience uh, our ministry. Um, So there you have it. I want to thank you for tuning in. We out of time, but certainly not out of message. Um, But I can't wait to talk with you guys again and again. And don't forget, you can go to Amazon to to get our books. Russell Goodwin again, stop complaining and start confessing. And what's the uh, other? how to deal with your haters, exposing the spirit of Saul, how to deal with your haters. They both there and your books there as well. Yes. And I have a book, um, um, heal your wounded soul, um, which is a journal. It's a life journal, how to walk out deliverance. My, y'all better support my baby. And I have having faith for a husband. It's a, a, a book to help singles prepare for what they're praying for. Also have, I went blank. What else do I have? She got plenty of books. I have a a winning by faith journal. Um, Uh And um, again, I have my new book coming out. Real relationship goals. What about your first book? Walking in my shoes. Oh, my goodness. I, I listen, y'all. I know all her books, and she don't even know <laughs> I know all her books. I guess I'm a groupie then. He is my groupie. I'm so blessed. So we have a lot of information. We're excited. If you like to book us, you can go again to Misty at CoachMisty.org, or you can go to RussellGoodwin.net or KingdomWide.org. We want to hear your relationship questions. Make sure you all you got to do is put in the headline, Ask Coach Misty. I'll be glad. We'll right. be glad to answer. Make sure y'all join in for our, our next show. It's how to deal with a side chick from a biblical perspective. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you until next time. We'll see you uh, again. We call you blessed.